water, no nigga, I'ma lose his head Try to run, try to fly, try to flow, channels on top of the dress Maybe you down in the place, so. gotta watch how you address us Playing no games, no dress up, so. I got an idea Let's you wild and out in my hood, y'all get right here Boom, 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 realest guy in the room. You already know who it is, your boy DJ King Mania. Back again with another installment of You Know What Show This Is. It's For The Culture, episode 17 of For The Culture. Yo, of course, rest in peace, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Rayshad Brooks, not Belize, but Rihanna Taylor, our fallen black soldiers who were gunned down in the hands of police. Um, we're still trying to find justice for all of you. I hope justice comes soon, especially Breonna Taylor's killers are still on the loose. So we definitely need to still never forget that. Um, I'd, yo, 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 and please watch out for these Karens. Uh, but you already know. Hope y'all are doing great. I hope y'all are doing good. I hope y'all are doing blessed. Um, it's 4th of July weekend. Um, like I said, fuck your 4th of July. They're still looting black people and putting kids in cages. So I don't really give a fuck. They can keep that fucking holiday to their fucking selves. I don't give a fuck. Um, especially right now in these time in these trying times. But at the same time. Time. I hope y'all are doing fantastic out there. Um, we got a lot for you. I mean, we're gonna talk a little bit of some music. Um, I, I think, and we're also gonna address um, a really um, good question that uh, was posed that I posed on social media that I, I announced on social media, which was, um, can someone be pro-black and date outside of their ethnicity not basically being or saying can a black person date a white person or or Asian or or whatever and still be pro-black um I think that that's a layered question so I really had to really go ahead and, and dive in deep about what I really think about that topic I mean for for instance um oh by the way we got sacrifices by dreamville uh i'm playing one of my one of my favorite songs i thought that was the best song to kick off this mood um right now uh, we got a couple things to talk about as well um other than just that one question but at the same time um i want to talk about what it really does mean and what kind of ideas should we have uh, with the whole defunding the police situation also um let's go ahead and start off like this um I hope y'all are doing great KB out there, but at the same time, yo, I want to start off by you saying this with with y'all. This is just for food for thought. You're empowered. You are either empowered or victimized by the rules you live by. The choice is yours. I really took that to heart. Um, I saw that quote. And I had just had to post it and share it with other people, just because of how much it really does mean. Um, 
um, just in the ways of how everybody views and looks at at how they maneuver through this world right now. We are living in the most craziest time I think we ever could be. And while we try to navigate through it, we're still trying to figure out why we're living through this and how are we going to come out of this. Um, I don't think we're ever going to be go back to the same. I think it's going to be a while before that happens, for sure. Um, but at the same time, we need to really, you know, really think about who we are as a people and what type of choices are like for instance are you the type of person who's always the one that like lives by your morals or does your real realistic life guide you um do you use your morals to guide you through your realistically realistic life or does your realistically life guide your morals that's a that, that's a good um, question to have because you don't even know um, what's gonna happen every single day. For me, since I think I try to have um, my morals help guide me through my typical life and what it does mean um, for just me in general. This is um, for instance, I might be. Um, in a tough situation and I might have to rely on my instincts to get me through it so I, I have to forego everything that I was taught and just go based off of what feels right in, in, in that moment and sometimes those are kind of the best ways to live especially as a as a performer as whatever thing especially if you're even doing a podcast um so we have one of let's let's kind of dive let's just sort of just dive in um so as i always say i have a lot of news i'm gonna talk some music and entertainment with you guys um but for right now uh let's go ahead and just talk about this new kanye single that just came out I don't like it. I think it's it's pure future future trash. Um, I wish he didn't make that that song, but I can't control him. Um, and the song I'm talking about is uh, "Spill Me with Goat Blood" (laughs) or whatever song that he came out with. Look, I'm being ass. But um, no, wash us in the blood is is the actual uh, song. I don't like it, bro. It's just it reminds me of Jesus, but in a worse way because he's using like cult like um, undertones. But you're supposed to be a gospel and supposed to be saved, and um, I thought it was just too much. I won't. I don't think it was bad. I just won't be listening to it again, if that can be said. 
But my song, my throwback song of the week is Red Rig of Mortars by Kendrick. So if you want to listen to a really tough, really great song um, with some lyrics, I definitely, definitely uh, suggest Red Rig of Mortars. Um, also, um, you should really check out I Miss My Dogs by Lil Wayne. Those two are my throwbacks um, songs of the week. Um, and go from there. Uh, Wonderful by Burna Boy is freaking, this freaking is a fire ass song. So if you ever have the chance to check out that one, definitely do it. Um, album of the week, I would have to say is Outside by Black. Um, it had a couple joints. I wouldn't even call it an album. I would call it more of an EP, but it definitely had a couple joints on there that I did enjoy. Um, also, single of the week, I would have to say, is going to be um, uh, what is it? it's going to be thirteen hundred stars by I am Sue. Um, so hopefully, towards the end of the podcast, we'll go ahead and we'll uh, play some of those joints for you guys here on on the podcast. But until then, um, let's dive into this topic. Okay, so I posed a question on on social media, um, which was the question was, can someone be pro-black when they date outside of their ethnicity? I had a lot of hot people give me their, send me um, DMs and just commenting in general. Um, on Twitter across all of the platforms you know what I'm saying and um, people's I think are really quick to use morality um, when it comes to social media questions or social media anything um, more than reality and I don't think that's I don't think that's a bad thing for sure but um I got posed in the question before. Um, you are either empowered or victimized by the rules that you live by. So, in order for me not to be, or in order for me to empower this question and not be victimized by my own rules, I have to really kind of break this down. And what I really got from this question was, um, yo. I don't think for a second that it's wrong to really, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it's wrong to date outside your race or or ethnicity. I just say I apologize. Date outside your ethnicity, but at the same time, um, that does have its effects. Now let's we we gotta break this question down totally, totally. Do I feel like it's important to understand who you are dating, who you are getting inside the bed? Because I did pose a side question, and what's crazy is that nobody answered my side question, but I got more responses by this side question that I did. The first question was, is it a deal breaker if you find out that your partner is pro you, 
but isn't necessarily pro-black. And do you deem the responsibility of being the reflection of your partner? So a lot of times, a lot of the people that said that, yeah, of course, it's a deal breaker. But what if you're madly in love with them? And we all know when you're madly in love with somebody, it makes you do some crazy and look over do and look over some some wild shit about your partner when you're truly in love with them and sometimes people don't really show you who they are until you are in love with them so i have to really think and um i had a really great great friend shout out to ray lavone uh say that they they can't truly be pro you if they aren't pro-black because being pro-black is who you are it's a part of you and i agree with that but at the same time not all black people are pro-black so i can't really cut in the terms of you got coons out here um coons marry marry black people at the same time um so I can't, I can't, it's, it's a layered question and I, and I have, I'm going to take my time now. Here's, here's where I think, um, I, I did my research and I, I had a couple of, I uh, wanted to get a couple, uh, per, uh, um, a couple, um, opinions and on both sides of the, of the coin. And, uh, Here's here's the thing. I think politically, I think politically, um, um, I would rather have um, if, if if politically, if somebody who's who's an activist who wants to be an activist who wants to be for the betterment of black people um, who wants to understand and invest in black businesses and everything like that. I think they have to really sit down and have a conversation with themselves and figure out what is it they want. Are they looking inside of a partner before they even hop into a relationship? And then once they do that, they have to figure out, okay, so, so, so for example, if you have a politician or maybe um, a black millionaire. Um, you have somebody who, who I think black. If, if I'm a black man, I don't necessarily. If I'm gonna date outside my race, I have to make sure that my partner thinks black psychologically. Um, which means are they African psychologically? Do they think like, do they look as black people as, as one of their own or not anything less than? Because here's the thing, when people get to know you and get to know you specifically, we all know sometimes with, if you watched for me, if you watch a porno or anything like that, 
Learn if you have sex with somebody, you can kind of figure out somebody have has has fetishes. You know, if you go to somebody's search, somebody's search history, some of your friends in search history, you see some of that shit, some crazy ass shit, right? Um, but some people have fetishes and white people do too. So are they with you because of you or are they with you because you're a black body and then they get to know you and then they figure out, okay, he's good. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're pro everybody. So you deem the risk of marrying somebody who doesn't support black people. So when you have to have uncomfortable conversation after uncomfortable conversation, it gets really tiring. And on top, but you're going to go through that because you think you love that person. And you think that person loves you, but not necessarily the people that you love yourself. Uh, and honestly, when you're blinded by that love, you might you might start out with the best intentions of being pro-black but I can actually turn you away from being pro-black you might, have, you might be finding situ yourself in situations in white rooms where you now have to dress a certain type of way act a certain type of way um, talk a certain type of way instead of your, just being yourself and that's why I, I feel like um this whole need for um black excellence comes from is to always be great and to be successful and so i think um why why can't we invest in our own um as one of the other questions i had um another friend of mine who says who's who's black but he says he never wants to date a black woman and he kind of just shitted on them and i had to sort of just like you know step aside from him for for a minute because i thought that was really fucked up because first of all you can look after your own i'm pretty sure it doesn't really i know it doesn't it doesn't matter who you date but at the same time, you don't want to sing about your own. And a lot of black women who might be even listening to this podcast might feel single outed because of whatever reason, um, you know, the world has given them. And um, I think it goes back to our 14th century uh, or going forward. Um, slavery days and how um resentment for whatever and feeling and also uh what you call it uh nick cannon said it as well when a black man gets with a white woman he feels like he has the white man's prize and when the white man gets with the black man, she's trying to piss off dad, daddy. So is it uh, is it an authentic way of viewing somebody because you naturally fall in love with them, or is there an alternative motive? I think that that's also needs to be broken down because if you're going to tell me that you're with somebody um, because you felt naturally fell in love with them, cool. But I also. Uh, I also had friends who broken up with their significant other just because that they had an alternative motive and that alternative motive was fulfilled and now they don't have any need but guess what now they're stuck in a relationship and they go right back to 
um, maybe this, I'm a, I know this white girl, she dated a, one of my friends who's black and um, she, she was, she just wanted him just to really just piss off her dad. And they ended up having a kid together and now they are constantly in custody battles and everything like that. She married a white dude, not necessarily having plans to marry him. And like, you know, during the whole custody battles, like they had a war of words and it, it was found out. Um, he had all the intentions to do right by her, but, uh, you know, she had an alternative motor that she was trying to figure out, but got caught sli slipping and just wanted to try, you know, the whole thing of, you know, once you go black, you never go back type shit. And I feel like, honestly, you have to vet your partner. It's all about vetting your partner. If you want to remain pro-black, you have to make sure your partner thinks African. She, she can't think like a white person or a Mexican person. It's good to be be that, but at the same time, I think black people in this country to be pro-black, to support blackness, is, is she going to feel some type of way when you choose to support a black business rather than a white business? Um, is she going to feel some type of way about when she sees black people protesting on the streets, are they? She's gonna have. Are she gonna be upset? Or, she, or she's gonna go with what the news is saying when they're talking about black people being thugs and everything else like that? So are you, are you gonna are you gonna have that uncomfortable conversation, or are you gonna have are you gonna have to emancipate some of the ways that she's thinking? Because if so. You run, but if you don't have those conversations, which a lot of times couples in 2020 do not, I think um, they're starting to now, but that was seven months. You have couples that's been dating for over two years that are just now having the conversation about race. A lot of uncomfortable conversations about race that they never thought excuse me, I'm sorry, indigestion, um, that they were going to have. And so now we're sitting here and now they're running the risk of looking like a fool because now all of a sudden you have somebody who's who you thought who was always had your back. Now you realize that they had your back, but not your people. Not your family. Like, they get uncomfortable when they have to go around your family. Like, they get uncomfortable when they have to get around your friends. So, are, are they really down or are they not down? So, I think, I think that it's, it's up to the black person. But at the same time, if you ask me when it comes to politics, I like to see full black families when it comes to being an activist because I know that that investment is going to um, 
the wealth system is always going to look as a full black. I want a full black view when it comes to dealing with miseducation, mass incarceration, gentrification, access to wealth, and, you know, police genocide. I don't want my, say, if it's a female um, politician who's dead into a white male, I don't want him to, unless he views has an African um, Africans he thinks Africans psychologically which is really tough when you're dealing with white privilege I don't think that because no no bruh I don't think I really I'm not down with that um, because that their partner is going to go ahead and now turn around and feel some type of way when you're dealing with politics. When you're dealing with when it comes to politics, I need a black man and a black and a black woman's if you're dealing with like um a politician who's tasked to deal with uh for instance, let's deal with um uh gentrification, for instance. How are we gonna deal with the gentrification? issue um you might have a husband who's down for to write bills that are gonna cater to black people but then you might have their white partner turn around and say oh but wait you know they're 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 laying in bed with them so they see them as soon as they go to sleep as soon as they wake up vice versa and now they are going into what we call um, pillow talk and now they're talking about gentrification as in far as how to deals with it and now you have you might have a black man who has a bunch of maybe ideas that can really help black people but now you have their white partner who's going to go ahead and maybe try to include everybody. And now the wording is now going to be twisted around to include everybody. You're changing the wording. The wording now includes everybody. So it's not just so it's not just segregated to black people or it's not just it includes everybody so now you're getting away from the task at hand which is dealing with gentrification in a lot of schools a lot of hbcus are now being gentrified a lot of a lot of things like that a lot of our neighborhoods are getting gentrified um so now it's going to be like now it's just like you're defeating the purpose now um instead of now you're not even trying to have an argument with this person so now you're not even trying to have the conversation and now you're just trying to please them and not start a fight but now you're getting away from what you originally had planned and then on top of that then on top you're going ahead now and bada boom bada bang everything that you worked for has now you might be at the at the risk of it but now it's a partnership you get what i'm saying so you're 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 you are literally riding the wave of 
um, not including, not doing the best for black people that you could do because you had now way wavered. Not to say that outside factors might contribute, but you have to really have a person that's going to know that black people should um, be at the top. Black people have needs that need to be addressed, um, which is mis gentrification. When it comes to miseducation, which is what I was about to say, um, I feel like miseducation in terms of our schools, that's a really tough situation for me because I feel very strongly about that. I think miseducation when it comes to black people is very, very ba uh, bad. Um, because you have black people who don't see the self-worth in themselves and then you also have black people who don't have self-worth amongst each other um, which is which is I classify as fired as anti-personnel indoctrination against ourselves um, you have black people who have been taught to not look at each other like as worthy men we often give each we often point the finger um at each other way too quick and we often think the worst of each other i remember being at a party not too long ago and two dudes were uh having a great time having a fun time everybody's just throwing drinks uh well no not throwing drinks but throwing bag drinks i should say having a good time eating laughing playing beer pong playing flip cup um and then all of a sudden a fight breaks out and it was like 9.2 seconds instead of talking it out or anything like that or maybe slap boxing it went from party to bullshit real fucking quick and what was crazy about it all was um if you if that probably wouldn't ever happen there was no there wasn't a lot of talking um about the situation i think a lot of times uh which leads to like all these things like miseducation just about ourselves and how we treat each our, ourselves that those effects leads to mis mass incarceration because now you have the miseducation causing um ourselves to go to put ourselves into jails because we acted out which then takes away us from being in our own neighborhoods which is now giving other as Nindices the, the chance to gentrify our neighborhoods, which then takes away our access to wealth. And because we live in poor neighborhoods and because the police unions do not service um, the neighborhoods that they live in, which is another can of worms that I'm going to get into, um you have a lot of police genocide because they look down upon the communities that they serve and the people that they serve for whatever reason.
it hasn't been broken down. Like, like it is tough because we know what the reason is. We haven't gotten the reason, but we know what how how police are trained and how like you know that when they're trained, they see it's just, just often it's nuts. You know, when they're trained, they often um, see white people as themselves and black people as the enemy. Um, even and you have black cops. Most I've I've seen a lot of black cops even treat uh, other black people as the enemy. I don't know if it's preconceived notions. I remember watching the hate, the hate they, the hate they give, um, and just watching comments, um, just his, uh, how he explained it and how he is just taught to, because he played a cop in that movie, Common did and. Uh, he was watching, uh, yeah, The Hate You Give. You should check that movie out if you haven't seen it. But he was just saying that, you know, um, police are trained to even treat, see black people as they're trained to shoot black people um, more than they are white people they're, because black people are perceived threats. Um, and, you know, Uh, this topic is so 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 touchy for me because I feel so so type of way um and you know it's so it's so sad because black people have to come across as the most kind of we can't just be ourselves you know when we're ourselves it's a, there's a stigma to black people just being themselves that I think um, it's disgusting. Um, but to tie back, to just go back to my earlier point about can, just to give you um, a clear understanding of what I think, um, I definitely think that it's okay for a to date outside um to i definitely think you can be pro-black in regards to dating outside your ethnicity but i just think you're gonna have a little a lot of pushback when it comes to um investing in and um you gotta have a lot of you gotta have it's gotta be uh, education um both sides because historically black people have been has been the history of black people has has been miseducated in this country and the the worth of black people has been miseducated and now you have to now educate your partner and have them see um Black have them have their partners see black people as worthy as any race as any ethnicity there is, and you may or may not have to do that, but it's it's a duty on you. So I think in being pro-black, you have to do more work um, in terms of education um, and having your but at this while you don't have to do that when you date inside your ethnicity politically i think it's really different because that's not um love that's just a personal choice that i have um for 
my activists out there um, or, or my politicians out there um, but because I want I want them to invest in black people wholeheartedly and I feel like if they have any other races in their mix in terms of just sleeping on uh, being in relationships um, then that might uh, go against what we're trying to fight for which is equality um, now going forward to talking about it personally to talk about it um, to talk about just the normal person who's like um, there was a there's a beauty in the Queen and Slim um, that I don't think people realize that it's just it's beautiful to see two black people together because it's a rarity nowadays. It's more I see more interracial relationships, which is also a different type of beautiful as well. Um, but it's also beautiful to see. It's just beautiful to see relationships. Period, healthy relationships as well. I should say, but it's healthy to see those relationships flourish and 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 thrive. Um, because you have a partner that automatically gets it. I think when you date um, um, inside your ethnicity, they get your struggle. You don't have to explain it. Um, you don't have to um, go and try to explain uh, the black experience to somebody who isn't black. You had to, but you do have to explain it. I just feel like it's a lot of work to get to be. Um, you can be pro-black, but you now have the exp- the responsibility in in feeding your partner that information that they might miss that they miss they not may have had um so i i definitely think it's a slippery slope but at the same time now oh oh and just to go further that once you deal with that miseducation um and trying to have them see um your life through their eyes and have or or vice versa i should say um their eyes see have them try to walk in your shoes now you now now they have to buy into everything that they have been taught about black people may have been wrong and now you have to now emancipate their mental slavery in terms of how they view black people as a whole not just you but just black people as a whole and figuring out that why these protests are necessary why it's important for Breonna Taylor to get justice why that black people shouldn't be getting killed just because they're just being black so now you have to emancipate this person well you have another person that's uh, uh, another side um, a friend of mine did pose a couple questions and phrases to me that I thought was interesting so I'll just read it off to you guys and I'll leave these up for you guys to um, um, to decipher yourself um, you can't mix oil and water um, whatever that means now, some people feel like oil and water creates a fire um, but you know that's 
I don't I don't necessarily agree with that, but you know, because we're all humans. Um, understand what the other races population has done to black people. Does one take black people seriously? Um, why why not invest in black? Um, um, and cannot live white but talk black. Mm. Um, but but yeah. Um, independent black celebrity should no. This is another one for me. Um, um, just dealing with the miseducation issues. I definitely do think um, if No Name, going back a couple weeks ago, No Name um, challenged J Cole uh, in his beliefs about um, standing up for black people in these trying times. And really, I, then I saw Netflix um, donate, you know, um, uh, whatever millions, I think it was $120 million dollars to, um, to HBCUs, and then they're going to donate to the United Negro College Fund. Um, they picked two HBCUs, which I don't understand. Um, um, I would have picked... Have, I don't. I don't. I would have not have had Netflix pick it. I would have had the people, the black population. I would have Black America pick the HBCUs that may have done it because maybe I would because you know some of these HBCUs are now getting gentrified. But that's besides the point. I do definitely think that independent black celebrities shouldn't only donate to black-owned schools or HBCUs. I think. Um, that would be really dope to see because that way you can invest in um, our next generation's education. Um, you can control on what they learn. You can teach them um, music education in um, in terms of hip hop. Uh, you can teach them the music business. And I think Jay-Z could be a, and Rock Nation could be the perfect event to do that. Um, especially regional, you have the southern artists. You have um, um, the east East Coast. You have the Midwest artists. You also have um, the West Side guns. You know, so I are in the Southeast. So you you have all these you know um, famous rappers who are just spending money at the club instead of get putting that money together. And trying to either build schools that could help um, impoverished and get and and also you can empower black teachers, um, which you have a lot of black teachers who don't have jobs now. So, um, you know, that could really help them out a lot. So I definitely think that they should really invest in that but you know this might fall on deaf ears but you have to really really think about the potential that we have going forward in this next decade and what do we really want to see um as i uh lighten the podcast episode um there's a lot of shit going on you guys a lot of shit first of all Shout out to Jada Pinkett Smith's coochie. Because her coochie has to have the 
biggest powers uh, that I may have seen. The, like, really, like Jada, baby, I love you. Like, I loved, I loved Jada Pickett Smith since I saw her on. different world and it was just the perfect she's just the perfect girl i ever most beautiful nice titties everything everything you know what i'm saying my mm. and you know she it was just just having her just just I, I just I just I just want to try it like can I have a conversation with Will too can he give me his blessing now I, I as I record this I just seen that she's gonna go on Red Table Talk which I've, I've had I've have seen that show before um really deep show so sh- boy August Delicious in trouble but here's also my thing I've been the side dude before so my th- sorry I, I have to say it but um you're not supposed to talk that's one thing about being the side you don't talk about it so it's just like he spoke to Angela Yee about it like what um that's crazy also, I really, really, really need that Miami cop who struck that black woman in the airport to go to jail. I need him to go to jail, dog. So if you haven't seen seen it, it was on TMZ. Um, and it was a Miami cop. He violently just punched her in the face. Basically, uh, she stepped to him and he punched her in the face. Um. All and she 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 didn't hit him first. All he's he's supposed to de-escalate the situation, and he ended up turning up the situation. That was fucking crazy. And I really really do hope that they find um a situation to really um. I really hope they find some type of uh, um, resolution for that because yo either she gets she needs to get a payday or something because you can't just step to a police officer and say um, what you want to do and then all of a sudden you get punched in the face for it um Wow, uh, but did you know there are more black male than female births in the United States? However, by the time the two reach 18, you factor in homicide, suicide, incarceration, black females outnumber black males seven to one. The black males effectively dying at the rate of an endangered species. I thought that was very interesting. And I tell you i can look bruh the fact that that that's actual fact is sad in in itself um how can you tell us that black people reason why black people have not that much hope that they're gonna make it out of the system i make it out of this american system so they take it out on each other um we just gotta do better this country gotta do better we've been saying that um for generations now i just hope that 
with the current climate that is, we can actually do better. Um, at this time, um, if I just want to say that we need to get justice for Vanessa. I don't want to mispronounce her last name, but Vanessa Gullen, Gullen, um, she was tragically, tragically murdered, brutally murdered and assaulted. Um, and it's disgusting how the system has tried, they try to make her forgotten. Um, you just gotta do better, man. Just gotta do better. So I really hope we can, we can get some justice for her um, while we sit here and talk um, about getting justice for all these people. But we need to get justice for um, Brianna Taylor as well um, while we're at it. So hopefully that can happen soon. Let me go ahead and play this video for you guys. Um, and that way... Just to put things in perspective, I love it when black women put things in perspective. So um, let me just play this video for you guys, all right? And then we can go ahead and. and I've said before that we're going to have to be aware of people who convolute opportunism with consciousness. I mean, I'm seeing Black Lives Matter and Black Power Fist everywhere. I would be cool with it if it didn't seem like everybody was monetizing and capitalizing off of our suffering. I'm blaming the people who was dancing and twerking at protests. I mean, what type of message are we sending when we twerking in front of a Black Power Fist? I mean, I, I, I don't get it. Y'all, we really got to stay focused because distractions are more detrimental than failure. We can learn from failure, but being distracted, that's a place of no progress whatsoever and know that everything is about to get real political the closer we get to november it's not that i'm against voting but it's just the mentality behind voting that i'm against because if we're putting so much weight into this system then we won't have the mindset to create one of our own but you know do whatever it is you want to do vote if you want to but understand that we cannot become distracted the plan is still the same build a community build a nation of our own period um, and I think that's just facts. That's just facts. Facts upon facts. Um, to the Karen that was arrested by pulling the gun on her black woman and her daughter over a Chipotle argument is disgusting. And I'm glad you got fired or whatever happens to you. You shouldn't have put a put a pull uh pulled a gun on anybody. Um this is also this is just my rapid um fire um part of the show um also i think we need to start stop saying defund the police i think we need to start saying transform the police i think transform has a lot of open interpret interpretation um because when you say transform you are able to re reform the police rebuild the police retrain the police um, and reprioritize investments into education, healthcare, mental health services, and other community programs. And let and let's be honest, 2020 has been a hell of a year. So I de definitely do think that we need to try to prioritize mental health, um, especially for Black Americans, because the trauma, the psychological trauma. 
that has been put forth on our people as a whole it's been trying and it's been one that we are enduring and we're welcome to endure um but we need to make sure that we have our mental health clear um also so uh, I, I really don't have much else really um so i would definitely say let's go ahead here and oh yeah i mean we can definitely you know what yeah so i gave you guys my songs of the week and movie of the week which is day you give um so definitely check those out um and then i'll be back again with more news more music here for your head tops don't forget to check out and share this episode with all your friends check it out share do whatever you need to do you know i got you i got us it's your boy dj king mania and it's gonna be a boom 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 realest guy in the room you listen to for the culture on on a lot of platforms that you may have so whatever you're watching i appreciate you i love you i pre i appreciate you checking out the show this week it was a very controversial one if you have um any thoughts about what i discussed today especially with the whole um um can someone be pro-black while being in an interracial relationship um Yo, feel free to hit me up on socials. I'm available on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. All handles are King Mania, uh, Doug King Mania. Just whatever you need to do, I got you. Um, check it out, bruh. I got you. Uh, see you next week. It's been a pleasure. Peace out. Always love. Now you can rock it up or sell it soft as leather interior. Drop some ice cubes in it. Depot on perimeters. He said, son, how come you think you be my connect? I said, pop, your ass is washed up with all due respect. He said, well, nigga, then show me how it all makes sense. Go figure, motherfucker. Every verse is a brick. Your son, dope, nigga. Now reap what you sow, nigga. Please reap what you sow, nigga. I was born in 87, my granddaddy a legend. Now the same shit that y'all was smoking is my profession. Let's get it. They must be on the dick of